welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Rambo First Blood Part 2 for the Sega Master System. Rambo First Blood Part 2 for the Sega Master System was developed and published by Sega and released in Japan in November of 1986, then in North America in December of 86, and finally in European and uh, Australian territories in October of 1987. So just a little wait, nothing too horrible. Right, right. And of course, this game is based on the 1985 movie of the same name, Rambo First Blood Part 2, which itself is a sequel to the 1982 film First Blood, which is based on the 1972 novel First Blood. Mm. It's quite a string of uh, properties to get here. Sure, yeah. Now, uh, Rambo First Blood Part Two, the movie, was a extremely successful film, especially sure, for a yeah. sequel. Um, it was the second highest grossing film of 1985. Oh yeah. Yes, only beat by Back to the Future. Oh well, okay. But uh, Mr. Stallone had Rambo First Blood Part Two as number two, and then Rocky Four as number three. Oh wow okay yeah yeah same year same year and uh rocky four great also you know ivan drago sure sure uh rounding out that list that year we had uh the color purple out of africa cocoon the jewel of the nile witness the goonies and spies like us okay i didn't realize spies like us made it into the top 10 hey man i i haven't seen it in decades but i i always thought of it pretty highly as a kid like it was really funny but uh, i haven't seen it since the theater in 1985 nice <laughs> uh and more, more recently on spice like us news really blew my mind that uh the theme song to that movie was written by none other than former beetle himself and performed mr wings paul mccartney paul, okay <laughs> i didn't know that either yeah spies so, like us love it's a quite a crazy year for film yeah it's wild uh now this film was, of course, rated very R mm-hmm. and pretty um, American-centric. You could say that. Yeah, as it uh, does uh, involve John Rambo, former, you know, I, is it, was he a Marine? I don't no, know. No, Army. He, army. He was Army. Is he an Army Ranger or something? Yeah, yeah. It is a story of a man who is in prison for crimes he committed in the first film. Yes. He is then uh, given the chance to go and look for P- evidence of POWs still in captivity in vietnam mm-hmm, if he mm-hmm. finds them he's to take pictures of them in return and um of course it doesn't go that way oh no but it does center around you know the the conflict of missing pow's and and where that was still heavy in the psyche of uh many americans and uh, especially those who did fight in the vietnam war absolutely and you know this movie came out in 85 and the vietnam war i think officially ended in 72 somewhere around there yeah it's been well 73 the peace accords were signed in uh, 1973 Mm -hmm. so less than 10 years after the end which also you know kind of putting that time in in, uh 1973 definitely makes sense so why so much of uh movies and culture of our youth dealt with uh the adults and them dealing with the trauma of the war well and you know it's it's it was kind of a thing where, for, especially for action movies, where it was like, oh, this guy went to Vietnam, so he basically has superpowers. Like, if you mm-hmm. made it back, you were like, I'm harder and better than anyone. Yeah. 
or you had the other side of it, uh, not unlike uh, Magnum PI, m- oh, wonderful yeah. TV show where, you know, they'd kind of dealt with the some of the trauma and stress related from their time spent right. in the war. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I point all of that out to say that this game was not Rambo in Japan or Europe. Right. And Europe, isn't it like Secret Command or something? Yes, it is Secret Command in Australia. Okay. Now, um, the funny part is that while the title screen is different, the graphics seem to be the exact same. Okay, sure. Yeah. That is for Secret Command. You still, uh, when playing as one of the two main characters, you have your red bandana right. tied around your head. And you have uh, the cutscenes are the same as the Japanese game Ashura. Mm-hmm. which is what it was called in japan and in the japanese version ashura it's fun because uh the title screen has like one character that's bald with a bow and then oh. your your main character who would be rambo has a long ponytail okay yeah and for both of the um non-american versions the cutscenes are like images of different places in i guess asia or the world where you're like going basically you know it's like uh you're in a new new area so let's show the buildings of that city or whatnot mm, it's not specifically tied to vietnam uh not specifically but <laughs> okay closely uh now being a licensed game and for such an old movie this game has not seen any re-releases and it's quite a mystery because i could find almost no information on who actually made anything any part of this game <laughs> uh the only name i could unearth was uh katsuhiro Hayashi, he did the music in this game. Okay, okay. And he worked a lot on, uh, he worked for Sega for many years. Uh, he did this. He did uh, a lot of Master System games, uh, Black Belt, Rambo, uh, Quartet. Mm-hmm. But he also did the arcade uh, music for uh, Super Hang On. Oh, okay. Which is pretty awesome. And the arcade version of Game Ground. Oh, nice. So if you like the music of Game Ground, it all comes back to him. Right on. You know, we should mention that by this point, I believe in 86, the Rambo Force of Freedom cartoon had come out. Oh, that's true. And I don't know if I ever saw that when I was a kid. I do um, love using uh, GIFs from it to send to people, especially my favorite is him giving a thumbs up while riding some sort of missile. Oh, nice. I I just, you know, as a kid, I always had assumed or I always remembered RoboCop as being the like property that became four kids almost immediately after, despite being a horrendously violent R-rated movie. But Rambo was there a little bit beforehand. So, you know, got to give him credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one fun fact I didn't mention, which I will bring up now, because I have plenty more to say about Rambo later on uh, mm-hmm. in our little personal history section. Okay. And recent experience. But I did find it very interesting that the first draft of the film was written by James Cameron. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone rewrote it, but he still gets co-writing uh, screen credit because the basic outline was still the same. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I've heard that Stallone was always trying to put his name on all, like, the guy who wrote the the novel that the movie Cobra is based on? Yeah. When they were making it, uh, Sylvester Stallone tried to talk him into saying that, just just say I wrote it, and it'll sell better. And the guy's like, what? No. <laughs> I want my credit. And so, like... <laughs> that, that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah I wrote it, man. So, Nick, what kind of game is Rambo First Blood Part 2? Sir, this is an overhead um, run-and-gun shooter, kind of commando style, you might say. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, very similar. It is 
like you said, overhead. You start at the bottom of the screen. You're working way towards the top of the screen. Uh, there is mm -hmm. no jump, no need to jump. You just Not walk here. around. Yeah, yeah. And when you're walking around, you have two ways to interact with the world. One is to shoot them or oh, any, yeah. any person. And what are you shooting them with? Well, one of two things. You have your uh, famous M60 machine gun. Yes, it is specifically called out as the M60. That's right. And which I don't think is... That's like a mounted, right? Like you have that on a tripod normally, right? It's belt fed. Yeah, so like that's too big to be lugging around. But I mean, I guess. It, no, it truly is. The M60 machine gun was uh, first used, I think, in 1959. Okay. It, it is a belt fed. Uh, it can be shot in like, you know, mounted up against your shoulder. But it's usually on a tripod or on a vehicle. And right. It's usually right. a two person operation that way you know one person is manning the belt the other is mm -hmm. shooting the gun yeah yeah but, but you know one thing about john rambo oh yeah he's no ordinary guy no sir he's gonna pick up a m60 machine gun anywhere he finds it and hold it with one arm and then quickly wrap the bullets around his other arm yeah it's, which seems I mean, like a bad idea like i feel like he's gonna get some sort of burn yeah yeah it does <laughs> but it looks cool and he does it every time he picks one up he can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, it is fitting for his character because it was used heavily during the Vietnam War. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where it was given the nickname The Pig due to its bulky size and appetite for ammunition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, your, your other weapon, you know, that's used with like either your one button or two button, I guess, mm -hmm. on the Sega Master System controller. And the other one fires your explosive-tipped arrows. Yeah, which uh, those are... It's actually toned down from how explosive they are in the film. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty uh, <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> now, the M60, you have unlimited ammo. Mm -hmm. But you can only have two bullets on screen at a time. That's right. And you can shoot any direction you want. You know, you have your full eight directions. Well, not really, actually. I was saying that's not true. You can move any direction you want. Yes, but when you are moving backwards, you actually strafe and only shoot upwards. It is awesome. It's one of the yeah, best things about this game. I it, it took me by surprise. Uh, I, it's it's really cool. Um, it, it's just one of those small things that I mean. I know I've gone on the record as whining about overhead <laughs> running guns, shooting games, not having strafes, and even though this isn't necessarily a huge thing, it is. Uh, it goes a long way. It's just a little thing that that's nice. It is very nice, and um, there are power ups you get for those, but we'll talk about those in just a moment. Because I do want to talk about the uh, explosive arrow. Sure. It fires much the same way as the M60, but you have limited ammo for this one. That's right. You start with five shots. Um, it can kind of go over obstacles. Kind of, you know, this is filling your grenade roll that you would see in a lot of similar games of this type. Mm -hmm. It has a bit of a splash radius as well for damage. They, like you'll get these explosions that come out diagonally. Yeah, and those uh, can be upgraded as well. But uh, the only way to really replenish your arrows is by saving uh, POWs. That's right. You'll find them in these large tents that are labeled as concentration camps. So you explode one with uh, an arrow and you'll see a hostage who will then dispense five more arrows to you. Now, another uh, fun aspect of this game we haven't mentioned is that this game is two players yes. simultaneous. Yes, yes. Not only can you play as Rambo, but you also get to play as a new character. Yeah, Zane. Billy Zane is in this film. Can <laughs> That's you believe right. it? He looks just like Rambo, but has a yellow headband mm. because he is a coward. Now, to upgrade your gun, there are two power-ups you can find. Yeah, they look like a little capsule that says L or S. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
the S gives you uh, it gives you the ability to shoot through more than one enemy. Yeah, you'll be able to just keep on trucking through. Mm-hmm. More important is the L. Yeah, which extends your range all the way to full screen then. Yeah. So once you have two of both power-ups, you're like really rocking and rolling. Oh, yeah. And those drop. Uh, I, there's like a, it's like you kill an X number of enemies and they will drop. I, I don't know if that variable changes from level to level or something. The, the manual briefly talks about it, but they don't they don't specifically say how many it is it's a kind of 10th enemy has the bomb kind of thing Mm, got it and so the arrows uh that you get from rescuing the pow's there's actually two types of arrow packages you can get from them Mm. there is uh two small arrows in a green kind of pouch or whatever and that'll just give you more arrows but then there is one that is a uh it's like a long it's like a single arrow i think oh okay and that's your your power up and that's the power up. And what that does is it increases the explosion of the arrow and it adds um, these like corner explosions that that pass out. Yeah, which is nice. It makes it much deadlier for using against enemies, not just buildings. Absolutely. Which, did we mention the fact that you must use these arrows to destroy the buildings? Yeah, the concentration camps you do. Yeah. Uh... And it's not just anywhere on the building. It's very specifically, usually at the very bottom. Yeah, there is a a kind of weird hitbox for that. Um, And there are some, like, there's, like, tanks you'll fight sometimes that you have to use the arrows to blow them up. I think they take two shots. Yeah, it was confusing at first. I was like, I know I'm hitting this tank. (laughs) And then eventually I figured out, yes, two. Two arrows. Ah. Uh-huh. Now, uh, in this game, you have no health. No, one hit kill. One hit kill, but you do have lives. That's right. You start with three, and you get an extra one up at the end of each round. Mm-hmm. You can continue in this game. It's a little confusing as to how it works, though. Yeah, you have to, like, put in a weird code, or, like, or I think well, you, you have... can continue on the first two levels, right? So or... the first two levels, you have unlimited continues, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's for two players, which is nice. But then after that, you have to use a code to continue, but you could only continue with one player. Right, right. So if you want to beat this game two player, you just have to get good. We weren't able to test this out, but there is a code that says if both players hold down one and two and rapidly press left and right, they you can continue, but it only works after level three. Okay. Perhaps we'll have to try that in the future. Yeah. And uh, at the end of uh, each level, that's another place where you're going to need your arrows because there's a large barricade that you must destroy to free the hostages to get through and get get away. And that requires your arrows. And if you don't have any, some will spawn there because it is required. Yeah, like one chunk, one chunk, one one package of arrows will appear uh, when it starts flashing, telling you it's okay to shoot the barricade. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it'll show you like how many lives you have left and as well as your arrows, which we, we should mention, it does show you your ammunition, but your, your counter tops out at nine. So while you can hold much more than nine arrows, you'll never see it in the, in the, in the midst of battle. No. This is a Sega Master System game, in-house one as well. So I'm hoping that they, you know, did something special for this uh, this manual, besides, you know, the grid on the cover. <laughs> well, not really. Uh, I will, let's start with the cover, though, because it has a very interesting thing that I noticed where... The gun? 
yeah, you have the machine gun with a rocket on the end. Yeah, it looks so goofy and not it doesn't make sense. It's really weird. I looked into it because there are certain kind of alternate, you know, there's the on the movies even. Okay, there's the Rambo holding the M60 and then there's Rambo holding the rocket launcher. But here they just decided to combine it and it appears to have drawn from some like international releases of the movie. Mm. because i have seen some but at least the the pictures i was able to bring up were all in like italian or something so i guess i don't know but i wish you had a rocket shooting m60 in the game but unfortunately you do not no as far as the manual goes it is a 13 pages um it actually appears to be black and white as opposed to the normally standard blue and white for Sega. Okay. It has I no- did look <laughs> at this uh, this uh, this manual, and I was a bit disappointed by it. Well, I mean, this is a pretty basic game, so it, it runs through the limited gameplay. You know, it's there's no art, two screenshots. It explains your very simple controls and, you know, gives you a list of enemies and how many points they're worth. And But I don't. it doesn't tell you about the power-ups. They briefly say uh, it's under like an extra ammo section where it's like you kill X number of soldiers and then the power of your M60 will be increased by picking up the power sources. So that kind of does, but it's it's not laid out in a in a way you, you would probably skip over it. No, like, more importantly, they give you two pages of score. That's what, right. What, what points you get for killing different things or achieving different things. Yep, yep. And of course, at the very end, you get like three pages of the Sega score grid. I do like that it has a, spe- a, spe- a place where it's got your name, date, and score. Yeah. So you, you In can, case you know, you're like, well, I want to make sure it was not my brother's score we recorded here. They know it's mine. Well, yeah. And, you know, you, you can trace your, your scores over time to see how you're developing. Uh, one thing I really liked about this manual was the, uh, I think this isn't all of them, though. The uh, warnings are proper usage for the Sega card and Mega cartridge. Yeah, yeah. Where they tell you to do not bend, get wet, disfigure, or subject to thinners, benzene, or violent impact. Violent impact. I like they call it benzene. Like they're like, "Mm, a lot of kids might be putting a benzene (laughs) on these cartridges. Let's let's make sure they don't. I mean, I was into benzene. Let me tell you what. Yeah, as a seven year old, (laughs) Uh, it it really is like a. like gremlin style warning, like do not expose to direct sunlight or temperature source. <laughs> Be especially careful not to stick anything on the Sega card when wet, completely dry before using. Wait, when wet, it should never be wet. Yep, yep. When dirty, carefully wipe only with a soft cloth dipped in soapy water. What? I what? What do they think kids are doing with these cartridges? Maybe that's how you get wet. I don't know. Or you get them wet. I- <laughs> and then my final favorite thing is on the very back of the manual, and this was just a another a Sega. Uh, blanket statement is at the very bottom it says now there are no limits that's right it's over sega so nick what was your personal history with rambo first blood part 2 the sega master system game and the film well, I, I played this game with a friend, lived across the street, had a Sega Master System. That's where I got exposed to almost all the games that I played on it. And this was one of the ones he owned. And I yeah, know we never was... beat it. I would imagine we probably only got through to the... level three. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. When the free continues run out. Yeah, uh, you know, I only had access to a Master System at a friend, my dad's friend's house. And I don't think this is one of the games they had. Mm. So I never saw it as a little kid. But in middle school... I had a friend who did have one and this game, 
And we actually played it quite a bit because of the fact that you could just burn through those first two levels. Yeah. No troubles. Pretty solid. I, I don't recall ever seeing Rambo 2 start to finish as a young one. I know I did not. I saw a, a parts of it, but I yeah. never saw the entire film. Yeah, I, I have gone back and watched at least the first three Rambos since I was a child. I, so that's that. <laughs> Well, you, you touched on it a little bit here. So then what is your more recent experience with uh, Rambo, the franchise, and the game? Well, uh, I played this uh, two players uh, for a bit. We kind of fired it up. Uh, That's right. We played it two players. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then we couldn't figure out how to control or to continue after a point. So I watched you play through the end of it and then went back later and bludgeoned my way through, safe stating my ass off to make it through to the end. Well, I mean, you saw me. I was rewinding like a madman yeah. some of those those last few levels there there yes they the screen is gets full of bullets definitely uh but you know just as importantly as uh beating this game was i actually went back and for the first time watched rambo first blood part two the other night okay yeah it's it's been i watched it like two or three years ago i think and uh it's pretty interesting it's it, it's definitely uh i'd say worth watching it's more humorous than uh exciting at this point in my life yeah and uh a couple of my biggest takeaways are uh one the end the 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 parody scene in uhf is really barely a parody no it's right there yeah where of, of, <laughs> of the amount of explosions and whatnot yeah. <laughs> that he has in, in the end of the film the other takeaway is that i did not realize that one I mean, this is spoilers for everyone out there that's going to go watch that. The red bandana thing that Rambo wears is a part of his dead friend's dress. Yeah, yeah. But most importantly, Co. as a Buddhist, Rambo wears a tiny jade Buddha necklace. That little necklace he wears, there's a Buddha on there. Oh, nice. That's so funny. I, I literally like laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God, because they really zoom in on him putting that necklace on. Sure. And granted, it was his dead friend's necklace but something really tickles me about that which also <laughs> brings me back to um the uh, japanese version of this game uh ashura and in uh -huh. that you play as a uh, uh <laughs> hilariously armed buddhist monks oh cool yeah ashura and bishamon who are on a mission to rescue their kidnapped friends nice but uh you know overall i'd say it's probably worth a watch if you're inter interested at all it's only an hour and a half long yeah it's i mean it's cheesy 80s action and i mean you get to see explosions that you'll will not see like the like of which these days so many explosions explosions that are so ridiculously larger than they should be and then they're, like a non-stop for like four minutes they're great and i you know in the in the the times of, C, of cgi you don't get great fire or explosions anymore and you might not realize until you go back and see some of these ridiculously large it looks great and awesome so i, I think it's worth it for explosions alone <laughs> definitely definitely folks here we are in the general chat portion of our show and i would just like to start by saying that the strafe in this game is a game changer absolutely i can't believe i i'd never clocked it or remembered it i don't even know if i realized it as a as a kid but it, it really it really adds a little special something to a very simple game you know yeah i mean it just it really kind of like frustrates me that so few other games 
went this route because you know you you think oh well you can't strafe because you don't have a shoulder button you don't have this or that you know yeah but this totally shows that not necessary you know just the simple act of oh well if you're firing and moving backwards then yeah they can strafe and it's like oh, what yeah. a revolution like yes. it, it really made this game so much more fun than it would have been otherwise absolutely and it's not like you're often shooting at foes behind you because they don't like linger you know they they might run by but by and large almost all of them are in front of you and it gives you it, it makes retreating back to the bottom of the screen not a hassle because you don't have to keep stopping to shoot up at guys coming at you so it, it works it works really well. Yeah, I mean, I found myself charging the enemy sometimes just so that I could then fall back and strafe. Yeah, absolutely. To, to shoot and dodge. Because, you know, dodging is even easier when you're strafing. It's all in all, it just really elevated the, the movement mechanics of this game, which in turn made the game a lot more fun. I agree. I agree 100%. Now, as far as graphics go, uh, really good for the time. Big, bold sprites. Absolutely. I think, you know, for what, 86, 87, like that's a, 85 in Japan. So you got to think about it that way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's... For 85. I mean, these are big sprites, really colorful and well animated. You got like, you know, the 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 little bandanas flapping as you walk and, and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I like the, you know, not all of the games published on Sega Master System take advantage of it, but, you know, it could handle some bigger, brighter, more colors than the NES. And you can kind of see it here. Yeah. Like I would say that this game looks as good, if not better than a lot of the uh, second like generation NES games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what do you compare it to? Commando or Akaria Warriors, it definitely looks better, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think the music is pretty solid, too. It's not a, not a huge variety here, but, I mean, what, the game's only six stages long? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not annoying, which we've found is really one of the key yeah. key factors no, in a game all. like this. And it doesn't really suffer that bad from um, a lot of games with shooting involved, where the, the gun, since you only have two shots on the screen at a time, you're not just hearing the bullets as the main sound effect yeah, constant not, not the cacophony of pew pews yeah and that goes a long way as well for keeping your sanity yeah yeah there's a couple other graphical things i want to talk about the backgrounds are really interesting because they do vary a lot and they do some interesting like uh effects where you go under foliage or in water in mm -hmm, a way mm -hmm. that like you just didn't see a lot in these early games for having is it three or four of the stages are just in the jungle Mm -hmm. you know that there's variety between them there's some where you got like the the long grass or the the ponds i guess i'm not sure depending on how you want to interpret the <laughs> yeah that stuff but it, i i think it's a, a fun good looking game definitely uh, there are some weird things in the game you know of course uh one of them being that when you rescue a pow uh the pow themselves is like a extremely buff uh, person doing like a happy dance which i'm sure many pow's were very happy to be I rescued i would hope so yeah but i don't remember uh, any pictures of being like you know jacked and then like skipping around i don't yeah maybe they uh you got nothing better to do than exercise i guess right <laughs> i guess just want to know where they're getting uh that those calories from now another goofy thing is that the bullets in this game are not round no they're well they're like white big white <laughs> they're they're egg shaped is what, is what makes it odd they're they're yeah. oval and uh, sometimes it just looks like there's a bunch of eggs on screen. It's kind of good. Eggs. <laughs> and, you know, we did forget to mention one of the uh, power-ups, by the way. Mm -hmm. That is the question mark. Oh, right. Yeah, the question mark. That just kills everything on screen, right? Yeah, it's a screen clearer. It's really not that useful. 
I never does more than like taking out two enemies. So yeah, that is what it is. Something I meant to mention in the recent experience about Rambo, but I want to ask you, uh, are you familiar with the fact that I'm not sure what they're up to now, nine or 10, but Rambo is a, one of the playable characters in a Mortal Kombat? You know, I, I, I actually I forgot about that. It, it you know honestly makes me want to play that version of Mortal Kombat. I mean, I'm sure you have to buy all the characters, sadly. There's a million the RoboCop. All of them are in there. Aren't the Ninja yeah. Turtles in it? I wouldn't be surprised. I just remembered. I know the Terminator's in there. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe an alien. I don't. It, it it's one of those things where now it's just like a hilarious cacophony of characters. Yeah, I believe you have Jason and Friday or Freddy and. I just recall a, a back over lockdown and COVID, uh, Abby was obsessed with watching the many introduction videos of different characters meeting Rambo, in, where they're like, you're the greatest warrior who ever lived on this planet, aren't you? And he's like, that's what they tell me, uh, you know, where it was just <laughs> like, they're that sounds great. verbally like filleting how good he was because of all of the characters, you know, everyone else has magic powers or four arms or, you know, it's just or it's a robot. Yeah. Nope. But Rambo's that badass that he can just hang with everyone that, that, Hey, you know, he does yeah. have four purple hearts. I think they said him <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we got uh Rambo RoboCop spawn oh. the Joker. All right. Um, and the list continues. I, I, I could have sworn the Ninja Turtles were in here, but maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't be surprised. It was just like this list. I, I mean, I haven't kept up. This is dated as well, but it was just like this weird surprise where they reveal different new words like, wow, OK, just get them, get them all, man. I mean, why not? It's the kind of game that really, yeah, don't any, anyone can be in. It doesn't yeah, really yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Now, the other thing I really like about the video game here is that they don't stick to the movie very much uh the basics are there you know rambo loves his m60 he doesn't go anywhere without his bow and arrow because yeah, it's silent yeah. which the thing that really caught me uh he uses the bow and arrow to silently kill people right because mm-hmm. that way it doesn't detect you know there's no like oh they don't know where i'm coming from right except for you know if you see someone get shot with an arrow the arrow is a long I mean, we use arrows to point at things. Yes. Yeah, you so can. you can see where that arrow came from because it's sticking out of the person, the direction they got shot in. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you which should spin them or something. Which should give you give away Rambo's location. Yeah. Well, luckily, those Viet Cong just weren't the cleverest to figure that out. So or the Russians, because they also feature heavily in the film. That's true. That's true. You can't have an 80s action film without some evil Russians coming around. Absolutely not. No. And the thing about this game is that they don't stick to the movies. So therefore, you start getting like a little more fantastical as the levels go on. You get like frogmen kind of style enemies that oh, we both sure. jokingly said look like uh, 90s G.I. Joe figures. Look like heat vipers or different. Yeah. 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 And then eventually like it gets full on sci-fi at the end. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to it. But uh, a great little nod to the first movie as well. A great little maybe my favorite thing about this game. It is truly mind bending when we got it. <laughs> but this is another game that really shows that this is another game that shows that even if your game is fairly simple, if your movement mechanics are good, and more importantly, you have two player simultaneous gameplay, mm-hmm. the fun level is just infinitely ratcheted up. You can go through almost any schlock as long as you can move around well and you can play with a friend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the shared experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, this is it, the level-by-level portion of our show. 
and Rambo has what they call rounds six. Six rounds. That's right. But before you get into the rounds, you are treated to, uh, well, you know, you start to system up and you get the classic. This is not the Sega of the Sega Genesis, but you do get the notes, Mm -hmm. which is funny because having heard the Sega Genesis version for so long, now I just hear the word Sega in those notes. Sure. No matter what. Yeah, that I mean, this was before I believe that was part of their marketing campaign kind of. So Yeah. Uh the title screen is uh Rambo with uh the rocket launcher. Yeah, and it looks good, man. I, I you can tell Which, it's it looks like Sylvester Stallone. And he does use that rocket launcher twice in the film. So it is accurate. That's right. And what I think is kind of an awkward climax, by the way. I don't I don't like the way that that the climax of the end of what oh i don't with the helicopters yeah he's always fighting helicopters i think that happens in rambo 3 as well he was a helicopter pilot oh trained in helicopter piloting as well right on uh but then you're not given a choice of player one or player two you just jump right into the game yeah if you don't play two player the second player just hops in at any point Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is fun yeah and then so you and it just throws you right in where you are in a I'm assuming jungle village. There's rocks and palm trees and barrels. In no place does it ever tell you the names of these levels, does it? I don't think so. No, it's just okay. You're going through the jungle. There are the big yellow tent concentration camps that you free, and mostly you're just fighting soldiers wearing green. Uh, There are some guys in yellow. The the aforementioned heat viper appearing fellas. The yellow guys are they have they have flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. Those are great because, you know, the, the riflemen in green can shoot, I think, in any direction downward. So 45 degrees, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. The flamethrower guys, their flamethrowers are very limited. They they just have a small arc they can aim through in front of yeah. them. So that makes them easier. You can just kind of run past them if you want. Absolutely. And, you know, what's something, you know, we kind of talked about it before with the arrows being able to shoot over stuff. So... While they are required for the end of the level and the concentration camps, you don't want to totally sleep on them because they're very useful because there's actually a pretty decent amount of cover mm-hmm. that you can kind of hide behind, you know, to get away from enemy bullets and, and shoot over to get them. So it's, yeah, there are small walls, um, groupings of barrels, trees, all rocks, of these things. Rand, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, there's a little bit of uh, resource management there. Mm-hmm. You're also going to come across these uh, blue soldiers, and they are snipers. They lay down, and they can shoot you from the very back of the screen, but they're not much different than the green guys. It's just they don't move around. They're just too lazy. Yeah, and they only shoot forward, so they're actually even easier. Now, you also get your first uh, tank in this level, Mm -hmm. and the tank shoots a large explosive, so you do want to be very careful with it and try to get rid of it as soon as possible. I I think there's a second one later that you'll fight right before you get to the barricade. And the way the barricades work is interesting because you can't just shoot the barricade and go through it. No, you have to just, you know, enemies will keep spawning until eventually after a certain point, the center of the, you know, I guess door or whatever of the, of the barricade will start flashing. And that's when it's vulnerable to your arrow. Mm-hmm. And an interesting thing I think we kind of discovered was that if you get to like the really top portion right in front of the barricade, mm-hmm. any of the guys that spawn below you, can't really do anything to you yeah they'll just keep on trucking you know yeah so it's always best to kind of stay up towards the top especially these early ones where there's nothing blocking you from shooting left and right you can just shoot every guy as they spawn until that thing starts flashing and then blow it up sure yeah now at the end of the round you are given a um graphic on a film strip and (laughs) this one is 
Rambo uh, pulling his famous bow. That's right, with the explosive arrows. Yeah. Which the the movie makes sure you see. They come in a package that says explosives. Explosive. <laughs> yeah. And they really want you to know. And it's amazing that this arrow tip that is about one and a, one and a half inch long has enough explosive power to explode a building. Yeah. Well, man, it's, it's the power of American ingenuity. <laughs> it truly is. Now, round two, you'll never believe it. Still in the jungle. Absolutely. But this jungle is a little more dense than the last area. There's some places where the foliage covers you. But you can still see through it. It's a, it's a really good effect for 1985. Sure, yeah. It seems like less rocks and stuff. But I do like that the soldiers are slightly, you know, they're actually wearing camouflage, not just green here. That's right. They are now in their jungle camo. Um, and this level also has some little, like, streams you have to cross. And, you know, those are choke points where there's little bridges mm-hmm. you got to get through. And holes in the ground that you don't fall into, but guys can jump out of. Yeah, watch so out watch for that. Out. There's a couple of these, uh, like, they look, I don't know if they're supposed to be a mortar. They look kind of like a little catapult, but those guys will man those sometimes. And that's that's a fun little detail. And I we wish have you our, could use them. I know. And then we have our first red enemy. These and, commies. Yeah, and the red enemy, I think, shoots a rocket. Well, it has a rocket launcher, but it just shoots faster bullets is what it is. Wow. So. Now you get to the end of this level and you are at the ruins. That's the barricade of this one, which one thing I do like about the beginning of uh, the movie Rambo is to let you know you're in some strange and foreign land. They show you a lot of Buddha statues. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky, huh? Who'd have thought? Like, Other look people at these have different beliefs. Creepy fat men. <laughs> well, actually, they're they're the um, the skinny, uh, longer uh, style Buddhists. Oh, OK. OK. Now, what's nice about these ruins is, you know, this is where the bad guys are because there's a big skull on them. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a mortar man here, but you can take him out very quickly. Uh, you repeat the same thing you did last time. There's really any, nothing to block you, and you blow it up. And the uh, little, I don't want to say cutscene because it is a still graphic. <laughs> and, and it is Rambo with his M60. I do like the stylized nature of them being black and white with just a tint of red in places like yeah. his uh, bandana. Yeah, and then then you're off to, okay, uh, this next stage, guess what? Still in the jungle, but it kind of has these, like, do you read these as ponds of like murky water or is it yeah like grass i think it's swamp or? like swampy yeah. kind of i you know i've watched as a child of the 80s many action films set in vietnam mm-hmm. and i just took it to be like the parts where people have to walk through water in yeah, those movies yeah. oftentimes they're holding their guns above their heads complaining sure yeah yeah uh it's hot you know it's hot <laughs> and gross and eventually at some point they're gonna get fired on by you know someone hiding in the in the trees or bush no good no but the big thing is then this level uh the standard infantrymen have been replaced by these orange pit viper looking frogmen yeah they come but they, popping out they're not nothing too different really though about... I, I don't know if they're any different than your standard infantrymen and i think they're the only only new enemy in this area yeah it's it's all just like tanks there's a couple of the flamethrower troops Mm-hmm. as well i mean the the concentration camps are gray here now instead of oh. yellow yeah and the barricade here it's seen better days there's some cracks in it and i think this is the first time or maybe no i think it happened a little bit last time but towards the the middle portion of fighting the barricade someone from behind it starts throwing uh grenades dynamite some sort of handheld explosive it, lo- it looks like a grenade with a fuse <laughs> so make yeah. of that what you will yeah you blow it up as soon as it starts flashing. And the thing that's, you know, I didn't mention this in the general chat, but I think this is one of my biggest disappointments about the game is that these aren't boss fights. 
No, no, it's 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 barely even the gauntlet. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I would have liked to have seen something more here. And I know that doesn't really fit with the Rambo theme, but like, give me a, a tank. Give me a helicopter to fight something a little bigger. Yeah, or just like introduce something new for the first time. Like, oh, maybe the end of round two could have had guys in pits that will become common later. But right. The cut scene that you are treated to is Rambo pulling back his bow. Uh, and then you move on to round four, the rice fields. It does appear to be some like yellow and green grasslands uh, that you are like buried in. Like when you go into the greenish parts, you know, you do yeah. not see the bottom half of your body. The soldiers here are kind of like green and purple camouflage. It's just a strange. These, I think we're now fighting the Russians. It's my theory on here. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Uh, you've got more bridges. Like in the film. You know, at first he fights just the Vietnamese soldiers, but then eventually the Russians show up. Yes, they figure out. And he finds in the boat, right? Where he gets that clue where he sees the, mm-hmm. was it explosives or rockets or, I don't know. The rocket is clearly Russian. Yeah. That the pirates, he was. Uh, That's, yes. Okay. Shuttling him have. Yes, the uh, Chekhov's rocket launcher. <laughs> You see it, you know, hmm. hey, later Chekhov on, he might be Russian. using, he was. And if, a huge fan of rocket launchers, I think, too. <laughs> uh, now, disappointingly, the barricade of this level is almost identical to the Skull one before. It's just a slightly different color. Yep. Same, and, uh, same old, same old. Someone's back there throwing grenades and soldiers will spawn. Yeah. You know, I, I find these areas to be easier than some parts of the levels. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know where the guys are coming from. Yep. They're all, Yep. <laughs> In the next cutscene, um, well, I guess Rambo's uh, friend and confidant has been killed because you are now tying on your red bandana. That's right. Business time. This time it's personal. And this is where you and I got the biggest uh, chuckle of our lives. No, just it was a huge yeah. surprise. <laughs> yes. Because you are no longer in the jungles of Vietnam. No, you are clearly in a American uh, city. <laughs> yes. And uh, you are no longer fighting soldiers. You are clearly fighting sheriffs. Yeah, they have the sheriff hats, brown pants. Like, they look exactly like the the police would in the first Rambo film. I, I don't remember him. I thought that mostly took place in the woods, but here... A lot of it does, but it does take place in the city some, um, especially towards the end, the town where he goes and blows everything up. Okay, okay. So, um, if you're not familiar with the plot of First Blood... Uh, Rambo is a veteran and drifter that um, is kicked out of a small town. Uh, He goes back into that small town where they arrest and torture him. He has flashbacks and snaps and then hunts down the police department of that town through the forest until he returns to the police station to blow it up. Yes. And so here you go. Uh, You're fighting policemen. There are there's even sniper guys with their like caps and the blue jacket. Yeah, and when I say you fighting, you are literally shooting these police officers. Yes, there is no mercy. There's guys on police bikes dropping grenades on you. You can you can only kill them with your uh, bow and arrow. Yeah, they're pretty quick, so so watch and out. Instead of uh, concentration camps or huts, you're blowing up police cars to get more ammo. Yep, uh, some of them. I like that some have their their lights on, some don't. Mm-hmm. And this level is great because you are like. You are in a city, so there's, like, medians with plants on them. You're going through, like, walls. Uh, the the goofiest part of this all is the snipers that roll out yep. from the side, and they look so ridiculous. There's not enough frames of animation to make them not look, like, uh, just incredibly goofy. Yeah. At, at some point, the 
city gives way to, a, I guess, a canyon of some sort. Mm-hmm. But you're still fighting nothing but cops. Only, only cops. All day, yes. every day. And, and out in the, the barricade here is a large boulder in front of a cave. Yeah. So And uh, <laughs> it's the same thing as before. Now, the boulder is fairly weird looking. I will point that out. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's got blood on it or something. I'm not sure. But it's yeah, the same yeah. thing as every other time, uh, except for instead of, uh, you know, Vietnamese soldiers or uh, Russian troops, you are mowing down wave after wave of sheriffs. <laughs> And uh, meanwhile, someone is throwing that grenade out from behind the rock. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Once the rock starts flashing, you can blow it up and move through where you are treated to a shot of Rambo posing with his M60. And what's inside this cave? What do you find here in, in the last level? Well, you're now in a water level. There's Almost like a tropical water level. It's like frogmen, and then there's a branch, or I'm sorry, a beach right afterwards. Uh, and these, quote, frogmen, it looks like they're almost wearing, like, gas masks or something. Yeah, they, they definitely have some goggles on. They have a, a very, I don't know, this is where the, the guys really look like cobra <laughs> um, vipers and stuff. You know, they're all wearing these, like, masks. You've got some cool yellow guys with those square rocket launchers with, like, the four Yeah, those barrels. guys look cool. I love them. I love them a lot. Uh, but you really dropped the ball here because the most interesting new addition are these face rocks. Oh, it's a face rocks. Yeah, there's these blue kind of, I don't know, rock outcroppings with red eyes and oh, mouths yes. that shoot shoot little energy balls at you. Yeah, they're weird because you might not at first see that they're a face. They're like facing the side kind of. So it might just look like glowing parts of the rock. But there's when you pay attention, there are clearly there's a nose and eyes. Yeah, and uh, they're just bizarre. Almost as bar as bizarre as the second portion of this level, the future base. Yes, now you're in a high tech place with tiled floors. There's tanks in here. We got some some red guys shooting at you, as well as these weird uh, traps, these nozzles or whatever sticking out of the yeah the walls. <laughs> Either way, once you get to the end, you will see this barricade has two sections. Now, this barricade is what I kind of wanted the rest of the the barricades to be like in some way. Yeah, because it's actually got like there's uh, these two areas to the left and right of the of a face, a big one of these big rock faces that's facing you head on. Yeah, it's spitting bombs out. Bombs would come out from the the left chunk and the right chunk. Mm -hmm. And like you said, on either side of this face are like cannons. Yeah, which you have to, you can blow those up with your arrows and then slowly work on the face. And behind you is these two chutes, and they are spewing grenades. Yeah. And then there is a, that nozzle we talked about earlier on the left, and it's sh shooting out like a big bomb. Yeah, which I, I can't help but think of that from Venture Brothers, where it's, do not look at the nozzle. <laughs> and this boss fight is actually kind of fun. It's way more fun than the barricades. Oh, absolutely. It's more engaging. You're actually dodging. You know, you're not just easily mindlessly slaughtering all these people. <laughs> and it is a bit of a challenge because there are so many things, you know, bullets and bombs bouncing around the screen that you really have to be on your toes. Uh, their grenades explode in a pattern just like your powered up arrows. So therefore, you have to dodge those explosions, which took me a minute to figure out. Yeah, I was man. I really thought this was building up towards something like at the end of Rambo 2 when he shoots up all the computers, you know? Yeah. But no, it's just a big, weird <laughs> magic stone face. Mm -hmm. And once you've blown up that face, you walk through the hole in the wall, and then you see Rambo celebrating with all of his super buff POW friends. 
Yeah, firing off his weapon into the air. Because apparently this was all in Vietnam, or you went back. I don't know. I don't know either. But you know what happens after that? I do, but tell me. It is a beautiful, beautiful 8-bit sunset with a helicopter flying in front of it. That's right. Taking you home. So good job, John Rambo. Yeah. Uh, You are then given your final score. And then a... uh, list of credits which are fake yeah and then just for I mean, i'm guessing because what is the names in it uh we got buyer derby muscle whooper yeah those aren't first names but then and of course like you were about to mention what does this game love so much they gave two pages of it <laughs> too in the in the manual it's the scores that's right did you want to know how many points you got for killing a 82 millimeter mortar guy or the bazooka man or perhaps the uh improperly spelled lifle man that's right <laughs> l-i-f-l-e what about pow up parts hmm how about speed cops motorcycle <laughs> but yes best part is that it turns out that these songs actually have names they do we there fight is, for we, friends <laughs> we fight for friends and never to return and according to this apparently they have lyrics that i would love to hear agreed finally this game tells us it was presented by sega and the end. This is it, the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. I gave this game a 3.0. I did too. I'm I'm kind of torn. I, I might I, go 3.5. That's exactly what I was thinking. As, as I was saying it, I was like, you know, I think this game deserves a 3.5. I'm amending it right now. I think Erased, it's, amended. I like the sprites a lot, and there's a, a greater variety than I would have thought, you know, and especially yeah. for an 86 game. And even though their actions are the same for like the standard troopers or whatever, the fact that they look different does go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And in the background's pretty solid. They're they're they made the jungle last for four levels and in a way that didn't feel repetitive, which is truly amazing. And like we said, music pretty good. Mhm. Following that is play control, which I also gave a 3.0. Same here. I think it's pretty standard controls, but you got that strafe, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the biggest ding to the controls is the speed. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're just very slow. So sometimes you just can't do what you want because your character cannot move fast enough. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Next up is challenge factor. I went with a 2.5. Uh, I went a little higher, 3.0. I could see it. I think that it's not a game. I wouldn't say it's an easy game, but it's not like unfair. It's... Uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I think here, once I think. you know the placement of the enemies and their spawns, it'll be much easier. And the fact that you can continue indefinitely the first two levels to learn uh, yeah. and then have the codes for the other ones, I think it's definitely a, right in that, that sweet spot of 2.5, 3.0. Yeah. Finally, we have theme and fun. Here I went with a 3.5. I I really liked it. I thought I think it's pretty good. I, I'm hard-pressed to think of an overhead shooter that I actually like more than this from this time period, you know? Agreed. I think it's probably one of the top-notch ones. Um, with that strafe and the two-player simultaneous, it really goes a long way. Yeah. So then I ask, as I always do, Nick, should you play this game? I think it's worth a shot if you're if you're into the old school games. This is a this is a pretty solid one hiding out on a on a less favored system, we'll say. Agreed. And if you have another person to play with, then it is a no-brainer. Definitely check this one out. Yeah. 
next week's game is Run Saber for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of this game any way you can and play along, friends. That's right. And do you know the lyrics to Fighting for Friends or We Fight for Friends? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and maybe we'll sing them for you. Maybe we will. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you can also get a hold of us on X yeah. at a cartridge command or cart command. I'm sorry. Um, but more more likely, you'll get a hold of us on Facebook or through that email. Facebook or cartridge command. You can just spell the whole thing out. It's pretty easy to do. So, uh, you know, say hi to us. Let us know if there's a game we haven't covered that you're very interested in. Or, you know, just maybe tell us what your favorite Rambo movie is. Yeah, let's talk Rambo. John Rambo. Ooh. But of course, we have to go out of our way to thank those awesome, kind, and wonderful folks to give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes the show actually happen. Yeah. Uh, is the money they give us each month that pays for our hosting fees, pays for any incidentals, any problems we have with equipment, that kind of thing. And sometimes just for gas so that we can get around this crazy world we live in. It's a wild world. But thank you all so very much. If you do not give, consider giving uh, even a dollar helps. We have a lot of people that just give a dollar. And that's awesome because it just shows that you do care. And, you know, uh, we're just two guys that do this in our spare time. We are. I'm a dad. We're working class guys. And uh, this is a hobby for us. But knowing that there are people out there that not only listen every week, but also give us even that dollar. Like it gives us that drive to keep moving forward, you know, and you haven't looked at the, the number count we're getting close to 300 episodes Ooh, yeah so thank you all so very very much yes thank you and as always cartridge commandos game on game on so find a copy of this game. <laughs> <laughs> so find a copy. I was like, what is he waiting on? Oh, yeah. I say his thing here. So find a copy of this game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay.